I want to welcome you guys to today's training, how to reinvent yourself. Um, this training today, by far, again, is going to make a huge impact on your life because in order to get what you want in life, you have to become that person. So the topic of conversation here is how do I reinvent myself? How do I change my self-image, my identity, so I can get the things that I want in my life? So the thing about life is you're not going to get what you want if you're not that person. So that's what today is all about. <clears throat> Joining us here on YouTube, Facebook, we appreciate you. We are now live on TikTok. Uh, we had a lot of questions from yesterday's <clears throat> training that we did. So I definitely want to make some time to circle back on some of those. And for the people on YouTube, make sure you drop your comments, of course. Uh, and let us know if you want us to respond to any questions you have. So where are we starting? What is this about today? It's very simple. This is all about you getting what you want in your life. This training today is about you. It's about your life. It's about what you want. And in order to get what you want, you've got to change who you are. We don't get what we want. We get who we are. Okay? That's the statement there. If we can understand that, then we're already headed in the right direction. Now, most people believe in order for them to get what they want in their life, that other people need to change. The economy needs to change. Uh, the government needs to change. And what they're missing is nobody needs to change except yourself. Because once you change, then everything around you changes. So that's something that we got to work with today. We also have to understand that this is not this is not a training where I'm just going to give you more information. This is a training about understanding the process of getting what you want in your life. You see, I can sit here and say, hey, you need to be more confident. Do you even know what that means? Do you even know the root cause to confidence? What controls your level of confidence? Do you even know that? Well, you got to have better self-esteem. What does that mean? What's the root cause of self-esteem? What controls my self-esteem? These are things we're going to get into today. Um, because what I find most of the time when we talk personal development, when we talk about self-help, when we talk about advice, it's all great. But people don't understand it, really. They know about it. But they don't understand it. How do you know whether or not you understand something? Two things to pass a test on whether or not you understand something. One, you can teach somebody else so that they understand it. And two, you're actually doing it. So if somebody says, well, I understand money. Okay, well, how much money do you have? Are you living paycheck to paycheck? Because if you are, you don't understand money. Well, I understand relationships. Really, what are your relationships like? The results tell the story. So some of this stuff I'm going to bring up today, you're going to say probably, I know, but you don't understand. Understanding only comes from taking action. Applying the knowledge that you've gathered. Most people don't apply the knowledge, so they don't understand. This is why picking up the book, that just isn't going to do it. 
You've got to act it out so you can learn. It's the best way to learn is by taking action. This is why when people go to college, they don't learn anything because they're not taking action. They're just passing the test. There's no action in any of that. So today, if you're joining us right now live, what are we talking about today? Why do you want to watch? Well, by the end of this, you're going to know the steps you should be taking to reinvent yourself, uh, improve your self-image. Why? So you can get what you want in your life because you're not going to get what you want if you're not that person. And the great part about it is you can absolutely change. You can change the way you see yourself. You can change your identity. You can change the way you carry yourself. People do it every single day. So you absolutely have the capacity, you have the ability to do it, and I'm going to show you how. So that's what this training is all about. Uh, again, if you're just joining us, don't hesitate to drop your comments below. Uh, make sure that if you're on YouTube, you, sub you subscribe to this channel, of course. Uh, and if you're following us on TikTok, uh, make sure that you follow me and uh, let me know what's going on in the comments here. Okay, so... Where do we start? We start with what do we want in life? That's where we start. How do I know the person I'm supposed to become if you don't even know what you want? You at least have to have an idea is what I would say. Now, for example, I wanted in the beginning as a coach, I just wanted to love myself. I just want to start living a happy life. I wanted to let go of the past because I was carrying my past with me everywhere I went. It was like there was a thundercloud over me everywhere I went. I just wanted to release all that. That's what I really wanted. So the question became, well, who do I need to be in order to release all that? Right? I, I needed to be someone who was going to become more disciplined, who would invest in himself, who would trust the process, who would be very grateful for his life. Um, and I was just kind of playing this in my head. Now, again, like I stated yesterday, if you guys weren't here, um, if I could go back, these are the steps that... There we go. I would have been following. I would have went through this with myself. Now, this happened over... Uh, a few years now that I've developed this here. But you're not going to change your self-image here if you don't know what you want. Why is it so important to know what you want? Because that's the emotion that will drive you to make the change. Like your actions aren't going to change unless there's some emotion there. Think about it. This is what most people are not being told. You're not going to go to the gym unless you have a strong reason on why. You're like, you got to have something that's driving you. It, it's just, it is what it is. You're not going to change who you are unless you have something emotionally driving you. Now, emotionally, what could that be? One, it could be that you just hit rock bottom and you got nowhere else to go but up. And so emotionally, you're like, screw it. I'm ready to do whatever it takes. Or two, you're so dissatisfied and fed up with the way you've been living that you're like, uh, 
I need to do something about this because I don't want to hit rock bottom. In both of those scenarios, the person is ultra emotional. In both of those scenarios, that's why they make uh, huge changes. Sometimes these changes happen rapidly because they, they're so intense about it. So if you think about yourself right now, before we get into the self-image, which is really what I'm talking about here, reinventing yourself, what we're saying here, it ain't going to happen unless you have a strong reason on why. Doesn't matter what it is, as long as that reason is something you emotionally feel and you're like, I'm ready to do whatever it takes. This is the classic example of sports. You bring everybody in day one and you say, who wants to win a championship? Everybody raise their hand. I want to win. I want to win. But then once you realize what's required to win that championship, most people don't want to do it because they don't have a strong reason on why. See, we underestimate what's required for us to get the things we want in our life. And we overestimate how long it should take. That's what happens. People underestimate what's required from them. They think sometimes they don't have to pay a price. You do have to pay a price. Like to get the things that you want in life, you have to pay the price of becoming that person. That, that's the only way. You got to be that person who would get the things that you're going after. So it, this is a very simple conversation, but just really open your mind and start to observe how much this is misunderstood. Okay. I want to be, you know, great at my job, right? Let's say you are a finance manager. You want to be the best there is, but you go out on the weekends to the bar. You don't hang out with the elite finance finance managers. You're not in consistent training. See, that doesn't sound like someone who's becoming the best at what they do. That sounds like someone who's settling. I mean, this is simple. This I know you're saying, Devori, very simple. Again, people don't understand it. Look at their actions. So what should that person be doing instead? The opposite. Stop wasting their time on weekends doing nothing and continue to invest in themselves. Start hanging around people who are doing what they want to do. Continue to feed their mind information to get to the next level. So if you think about it, reinventing yourself, very simple process, very simple concept. But the reality is you're not going to do this unless you have a strong reason on why. And that's why I tell people step one is your purpose in life. Your purpose in life. It's the thing you love to do. Something you've fallen in love with. The most powerful emotion is love. That's why. So you, you've got to reinvent your self-image here. Now get this. One of the best books on self-image is called Psycho-Cybernetics. That's one of the best, if not the best, book written on the topic. That book is written by uh, Dr. Maxwell Maltz. Okay. Now, for people who 
need to see what that book looks like. Looks like this. Psycho Cybernetics. People on TikTok. Okay. If you want to screenshot that, I'll give you three seconds. Three, two, one. Okay. Psycho Cybernetics. Best book written on, on the topic. No question. And what is the bottom line when we talk about reinventing yourself, changing your self-image? What are, what are we really talking about? Well, we have to understand what is our current self-image? Where did it come from? Well, it came from your environment, the way you grew up. You know, this conversation today might get a little deep for people because um, it's very simple. It's, it's explained this way. So check this out. When you receive a physical injury, such as a cut on your face, your body will end up forming what, what is called scar tissue. Now, why does it do that? It does it so it can not only toughen the skin up, but prevent further injury. Um, it is nature's way of ensuring against another injury in the same exact place. All right. Now, for example, if you bought a shoe that did not fit, and it started to rub against your skin on your foot, what will happen? Your foot will end up creating what they call callus because it's trying to prevent uh, further pain and it's trying to harden that part of your skin. Now, you're like, Devore, where, where are you going with this? Stick with me, okay? We are inclined, we are inclined to do very much the same thing whenever we receive an emotional injury. Got it? See where I'm going? When someone hurts us or rubs us wrong, we form an emotional or spiritual scar. And why do we do that? For self-protection. We are very apt to become hardened and cold and callous towards the world, which ends up causing us to withdraw and uh, basically retreat back into our protective shell. Now, this was exactly me. Uh, in my 20s. Um, so abandonment as a baby, okay? My parents were drug addicts. I did not go home from the hospital to a nice little housewarming party. I was born in the hospital with drugs. My mom couldn't even leave the hospital, so my father came and got me eventually. He dropped me off at his baby mama's house, who already had like five kids. And then she called my grandmother and said, I can't take care of him. So eventually I went and uh, my great aunt, technically, is the one who came and picked me up and adopted me. So for the first year, two years of my life, let's just say things did not go the way that they're supposed to go. So what happened? I already started to form an emotional scar over that, which is, in short, abandonment, don't trust people. Then, to throw on more of that, my cousin ends up molesting me. So what happens then? I form more emotional scars. I get more cold and hardened towards the world. And because I'm walking around with a thunderstorm over my head, I go to school 
Well, who does the bully target? Bully targets people who look weak. So I started to get bullied. Then because I didn't respond well to that, the school thought there was something wrong with me. They said, this kid needs medication. So then they pulled me out of class, which made me feel even more different. So this entire childhood is these experiences that happened that injured, my, injured me emotionally. So what happened? It's what he's saying. Throughout my 20s, I became very cold towards the world. I didn't trust anybody. You try to pay me a positive comment, I was looking at you crazy. I didn't want you around me. I didn't want nobody around me. Very cold towards the world. So when we say reinventing yourself, you got to understand where you're coming from. How have you been conditioned so far? Because you need to be aware of that. It's like what I was saying. I think this was, I don't know, a few lives ago, a few trainings ago, where you might know where you want to go, but you need to know where you are. Because you don't know which direction to go if you don't know where you are. So we got to understand, where are we right now with our self-image? How have we been conditioned? What beliefs are we holding on to? How do we really feel about ourselves? We need to know that information because that allows us to know how we're going to respond when your old self is going to try to fight you on, on change because that's exactly what's going to happen. So amazing book. You guys have to get it if, if you don't have it. It's absolutely one of the best books ever. Um, but here's, here's the thing. If you keep holding on to those things that happened to you in the past, you're not making space for what you want in the future. It's just that's just what it is. If you keep holding on to the things in the past, you're not making space for what you want to happen in the future. It just isn't going to happen. This is why I laugh. I just don't think it's smart to try to manifest your ex. You keep holding on to the past. How do you know there isn't somebody better for you out there? You wouldn't know. And you're not going to believe it because you're in the past. How do you know there's a better life for you if you keep living in the past? It, it just doesn't add up. So when we say reinventing yourself so you can get what you want in your life, what we're talking about is changing your identity, killing your old self off and stepping into your new self. That's what we're talking about. That's exactly what we are talking about. You have to. There is no other way. Now, most people, grab this book here. Most people take shortcuts on this. You guys want to know what the shortcuts are? They don't work, by the way, but you guys want to know what the shortcuts, shortcuts are? The shortcuts, and some of you guys are going to get triggered off this. The shortcuts are... When you try to change your outer appearance so people will look at you a certain way. So this is the women that are getting all the work done, not necessarily because they want to. They're doing it for validation reasons. Not every woman walking down the street is, is like that. But we can tell there's a vast majority of women who are doing that. 
same thing for men. You're out there trying to get a particular car so you can make a statement. What you don't understand is you're, you guys are trying to make statements towards people who don't give a shit about you. The math just doesn't add up on that. You don't need anything in this world. All you need is food, air, and water. What you want to do is love yourself. That's what you got to do. And loving yourself isn't going outside and trying to do things for validation reasons. Loving yourself is accepting you just as you are. That's what I had to do. That's exactly what I had to do to start the process of removing those emotional scars from my past. A lot of you guys are making decisions because the emotional scars you experienced from the past and those decisions are not going to add up soon. Again, some people are not ready for that conversation. Some people are not ready. They, they're so hell-bent on trying to prove things to everybody. You don't need to prove anything to anybody. You don't owe nobody an explanation. You don't need validation from anybody. You're wasting your energy doing that. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> that, that's the thing about it. Like, literally, nobody cares about what you got going on in your life. They only care about themselves. They only care about themselves. So we have to understand this. If we're going to reinvent ourselves, we can't do it based on other people's opinions. That's my point. Most of you guys are making decisions based on other people's opinions. And remember, Napoleon Hill said it best. Think and grow rich. You try to make a decision based on other people's opinions, you've lost before you even started. That's what people are doing. Now, it makes logical sense that if I do this, if I get this car, if I dress this way, if I get this plastic surgery done, then, you know, people will. And if I get my teeth just perfect, then people will. Listen, guys, my teeth is not perfect. OK. OK, my teeth is not perfect. I have a tooth right here. That is. It's like a baby tooth almost different size I don't give a shit about what other people think about that because I know the message is always going to be more important than my teeth now don't get it twisted I want to improve my teeth of course but as far as doing it because I feel this will make people love me more absolutely not You'd be shocked at how many celebrities don't have straight teeth. How many famous people really don't have straight teeth? People forget. We get so caught up in this idea of perfectionism that we forget the whole meaning of life. <laughs> Which is to obviously enjoy it. And to grow. Well, you're not going to be able to grow if you keep trying to be perfect with everything. You'll end up self-sabotaging your progress. And let's say you're that, y y your will is so strong that you're able to make this perfect outer, outer appearances. It's based on false information. So sooner or later, it comes crumbling down. This is what happens to people. Now, listen. You, me, we all deserve to look our best. 
don't get it twisted. We absolutely deserve to dress our best, look our best, and do our best. But not because of other people. It's because you love yourself. That's why you want to do it. So you got to kill off your old way of thinking. And that old way of thinking is what society says is cool, what society says you should do, what society says is beautiful. That's all BS. That's up to their, that's all subjective, right? Think about how many people dress the way they do because they watch Kim Kardashian or the Kardashians. What people don't understand is Kardashians have something figured out. Why do they make these these adjustments? Why do they do the things they're doing in their life? It's a business for them. They have to portray a certain image. It's part of their business. But so many other people are trying to mimic what they're doing, and they don't have a business. The, what you also have to understand is the Kardashians grew up in reality TV show. It's who they are. It's part of their identity. It's what their parents were about. That's why they do it. They didn't decide to do this. It was, it was programmed for them to do this. That's why they do it so well. See, people, that, that's what I'm saying. People are, they're, they're just, they're looking at the surface and they're thinking, oh, yeah, I should be like that. And it's like, do you even know why they're that way? They're programmed to be that way. You're not programmed to be that way. That's why it doesn't work. So this isn't a conversation about men or women. and No, it's a conversation about you. Are you making decisions based on self-love? Are you making decisions because you love yourself, you respect yourself? Or are you making decisions because you don't? Which means you're making decisions based on other people's opinion. And if we're going to reinvent ourselves so we can get the things we want in our life, we cannot continue to make decisions based on other people. We just can't do it. I was having a conversation with a client today. He's from Pakistan. And it's normal. It's expected. They're programmed to come over here to America and become doctors or engineers or something like that. Well, it just so happens he doesn't want to be a doctor. Just so happens he doesn't want to be an engineer. So what's happening? He's experiencing this internal conflict that his family wants him to do and be this certain image because that's what they've been doing for generations already. But he is already self-aware that it's not adding up for him. That's not what he wants to do. Luckily for him, he's discovering that at a young age. Some people will spend the next 20, 30 years doing what their parents told them to do. And they look back and they say, man, I wish I would have never did that. But what happens? They conform. They conform. That's the worst thing you can ever do is, is, get, is get yourself in a position where you start to conform to other people's standards and their way of living. You can't do that because that's not true to who you really are. So when we say reinventing yourself so you can get what you want, you literally have to kill off your old self 
You got to let go of the old traditional beliefs that your family has been trying to cram down your throat. You got to let go of culture and people aren't ready for that either. I'm not saying you don't respect your culture. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you do not allow your culture to dictate whether or not you're going to live a happy life. That's what I'm saying. But people do that. They say, well, hey, this is the tradition. This is the beliefs. This is our culture. So you must do that. I don't have to do anything. And if it's not serving me and it's not helping me become the person I want to become, why would I do that? These are powerful conversations to have with yourself. So where do you start? Where do you start when it comes to reinventing yourself so you can get what you want in your life? How does that take place? Well, before we get into it, I'm going to answer a couple of questions here. Uh, and I'm going to answer the ones on TikTok because I think we have a lot of them here. Uh, you don't have to change yourself. You just have to be willing to see things differently. Well, you know what's funny is by seeing things differently, you end up changing yourself. That's what ends up happening. What is the name of the book? Psycho-Cybernetics. Let me show you again. If you're just joining, we've been talking about this book. Psycho-Cybernetics. Psycho-Cybernetics. All right. Got to empty out that closet. That's right. That is right. Uh, Rola, I just uh, showed it, so hopefully you took a screenshot. I want to be healthier because I don't want to go through health issues my family are going through. Well, it can happen. It can happen. You see, here's the next level to that conversation, though. Don't do something from a place of lack and scarcity. Do something from a place of abundance and love for yourself. You want to be healthier, and it has nothing to do with your family. It has everything to do with you wanting to love yourself un unconditionally. Like that's the next level. It's more sustainable. You know, how do I know this? So I told you guys everything that I went through, right? Parents, drug addict, abandoned, adopted, molested, bullied. Then when my adopted mother passes away in high school, the entire family splits and they go their separate ways. So needless to say, I had a huge grudge against my family. Well, what did I do most of my 20s? This is why I know it's not s sustainable. I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to go into the military. I'm going to become the best soldier possible. I'm going to make something of myself. They weren't there for me. They didn't believe in me. You know what I found out in the end? It doesn't even matter. One, they don't give a shit. Two, didn't change anything. And three, I spent all that time in the military not doing what I really want to do with my life. I did that for a reason that doesn't make sense. And you know, it's crazy. I was still successful in doing it. But once you get to that mountaintop and you're empty and you're not happy and you start to feel confused, you know you made a wrong decision. That's exactly what happened. So... If you're out there right now and you're walking around with the chip on your shoulder that you've got to prove something to somebody, it's not sustainable. 
It just isn't. That's negative energy you're carrying around with yourself. You don't need to. Like, you want to ascend to higher levels in life, you got to get rid of using negativity to get you there. And just step into your true power. This infinite potential you've been given. Like, that's, that's like mastery right there. Like, we can all get motivated because somebody pissed us off. But we know motivation is temporary. That's my point. So we want to do things because of authenticity. We want to do things from a place of unconditional love for ourselves. We want to uh, do things from a position of saying, hey, this is who I really am. This is why I'm doing it. That's who I'm supposed to be. Not because somebody rubbed you the wrong way back then. Because what's happening? If you allow what happened in your past to drive your decision-making today, that means the past is still in control of you. And you may justify it, but in the end, it's not sustainable. So you may not have been talking about that in your comment, but it's definitely something that needs to be said to most people. Because I want to wear tighter clothes and I'm not satisfied with my appearance. Yeah, I mean, if you really feel that way, then do something about it. You know, when it comes to losing weight, people, it's not as difficult as it seems. One, why? Why are you going to lose weight? Why now? Why don't you just wait another six months or a year? Why does it have to happen now? I think it's a great question to ask yourself. Because you'll know if you're really serious or not, if you can really answer that question. Why does it have to happen now? Why can't you just wait another two years? You know? Let's say you do know why and you realize it does have to happen now. Then then you got to ask yourself, all right, um, where is this something I'm just going to do temporarily? Or is this going to be something that becomes part of my lifestyle? Because if it's temporarily, if it's temporary, you'll just go back to doing what you were doing previously and then you'll gain the weight again. That's what happens to majority of people. And in fact, it's absolutely it's absolutely in line with what we're talking about today. So there's two sides to this conversation, especially when we talk about um, you wanting you're wanting to lose weight. Right. So here's here's the deal. Um, don't lose weight again because you want other people to validate your worth. Don't do that. It's not sustainable. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. You should only be looking to lose weight because you want to become the best version of yourself because you love yourself. Now, what's going to stop you from losing the weight? Let's show you right now. So this is reinventing yourself. We must understand what we're dealing with. Okay. We got to understand what would stop us. So we know what we do when that starts to happen. Sure. So this plane is you. This is you right here. Okay. 
inside the plane, you have something called an autopilot system. You guys all get that already, right? Once they get the plane into cruising altitude, they turn on the autopilot system and it flies itself most of the way. Okay? Well, what ends up happening, and this is why it has everything to do with reinventing yourself, is because you have something called a self-image that is a autopilot system. Your self-image will autocorrect itself, just like an autopilot system will. So, for example, the plane's flying, let's say 40,000 feet. It drops because of turbulence to, let's say, 35,000 feet. What happens? The autopilot system will kick in. and bring it back to the correct altitude and at the same time correct the direction that it's going. Does this make sense? This plane started from New York and it's going to LA. It's already programmed in the autopilot system. So regardless if they hit turbulence, weather, they have to deviate, the autopilot system will autocorrect itself and send the plane in the correct direction without the pilots having to do anything. This is exactly what happens with your self-image. Your self-image is already programmed. So when you say, oh, for example, Let's say you're 190 pounds, and you've been that for the last five years. And you're like, you know what? I'm done with this. I want to lose the weight. So what happens? This is what happens with people. January, they, they're at 190. They say, I'm going to lose the weight. They do. February, they're at 175. By the end of the year, they're back to 190 again. Does that make sense? Your self-image is an autopilot system. This is why people don't change, because they're, they're not aware of this information. They go back to doing what they were doing. And it happens automatically. It happens without you even thinking about it. Because somewhere between February and December, you started to do the things that you were doing before January again. Eating the same foods, doing the same thing every day. And sooner or later, you go back to being 190. This is what happens. So when we say re reinventing yourself so you can get what you want in your life, you must understand what you're dealing with. You must understand where you are. You're dealing with what we would call a cybernetic system in your mind. That's why I said the best book written on it is Psycho-Cybernetics. Your subconscious mind is an autopilot system. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. 
your subconscious mind is an autopilot system. So consciously, you force yourself to do whatever you can to lose weight. It doesn't last because you did not plant that idea in your subconscious mind. You did not reinvent your identity. Does this make sense? That's why the question is, why do you have to do it right now? Why, why right now? Why can't you just keep waiting? I say that because you're not going to change your subconscious mind for fun. Like, it doesn't happen. You have to be emotionally driven by something. Okay? Again, psycho-cybernetics. I'm not going to get too deep into the book, but if I can sum it up, that's really what he's talking about. So that's why sometimes somebody's outer image, like I was saying, the outer Im image looks nice. Hair is perfect. Skin's perfect. Nails are perfect. Teeth are perfect. But man, if you really sat down with that person and got into a conversation, they're one of the most insecure people walking down the street. Because it's that inner self image that is controlling them, not the outer image. And they created the outer image on ignorance, on false ideas that don't add up in the end. So first, we got to understand, we got to make a, a, a decision. Why do you have to do it right now? Why do you have to reinvent yourself right now? Why not just wait? Why not do it at all? Why not just stay the way you who? Why not just stay who you are today? Why do you have to change? You should ask yourself that and just sit with yourself for a bit. Why, why am I looking to change now? Why is now the time for me to change? Why not I just keep procrastinating on this? Okay. Two, where are you right now? How have you been conditioned? Do you believe you're not worthy of change? Do you believe you're not smart enough? Do you believe you're not confident enough do, do you believe it's your teeth on why you won't succeed in life do you believe because you're short is why people won't respect you and you won't be successful you see these are all limiting beliefs you got to figure out where am I at with all that when it comes to the identity that I have of myself and three I have to understand that I have a cybernetic mechanism in my subconscious mind. In other words, I have a self-image inside. And it's an autopilot system. It will auto-correct itself when I start to step out of that conditioning. When I start acting like somebody that I have not been conditioned to act like, it's going to come screaming back and saying, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think you're doing? Who do you think you are? You can't do that. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. Look look at John. Look, look at what he's doing over there. He's better than you. Like, that's what's going to happen. Did you see what Sally put on social media? Do you see how she's traveling the world and you're not doing that? That's why. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're not good enough. She's traveling. You're not. You're no good. This is what you end up telling yourself. That's the old you screaming, saying, oh, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to deviate off course. No, sir. Not today. 
And that's why people, <laughs> they lose the weight. And in time, they go right back to where they were. This doesn't happen overnight. It's, it's, I always say that our conditioning operates in the shadows. It's a very subtle flex. You don't know what's happening to you until you look back and you're like, damn. What I thought I thought I was going to I thought I was going to do that. It's because you don't understand the process and you're not in constant study so you can start making yourself aware on a consistent basis of what's taking place. And at the same time, you're not actively becoming the person you want to be. So what should you do? Right. Let's get into those steps. What should you do? To make sure that you do stay at 175. What should you do to make sure that you do step into the person you want to become? What do you have to do? Well, let's take a look at it. First, you got to ask yourself. What do you want? What is it that you want? You got to have clarity. No clarity, no bueno. When I say, what do you want? I'm talking about, are you clear on exactly the life you want to live? Excuse me. Are you clear on the person you want to become? Now, you need help with that. You got to get the purpose blueprint. Now, that's in my profile for people on TikTok. In my stand store. You just go there and get it. Because the first three steps are about your purpose, your vision, and your goal. You need to know exactly what you want. You need to know what it looks like. Check this out. Some of you guys want to make more money, but you don't even, you haven't done the math. Some, some of you guys say you want to live a happy life, but you haven't described what a happy life is to you. You've got to sit down and get clear on exactly what you want. What does that actually look like? Now, once you have that answer, the second step. Who do I need to become to get what I want? If you answer this question, you're getting into your self-image. Who do I need to become to get what I want? Now, let me give you guys some great examples of this. Let's say you're in real estate and you want to become the number one real estate agent in the state. So who do you need to become? How do you figure that out? Well, two ways. One, you should already have a couple of answers to those questions. I need to become more confident. I need to become a better communicator. Right? I, I need to become more um, inviting, approachable. Right? I need to become smarter with what I'm doing. I need to become more disciplined with my time. 
And if you're still having problems getting to those answers, go to the person who is doing that already and study them and figure out who are they? How do they think? How do they operate? And those answers is who you're looking to become. You see, where everybody goes wrong is they look at, for example, let's go back to the Kardashian idea. They look at the Kardashians and they say, all right, I'm going to do exactly what she's doing. I'm going to copy her image. You know why that's the most ignorant thing ever? Instead of trying to look like Kim Kardashian, why don't you learn to think like her? That's why she's worth a lot of money. It's because the way that she thinks. It's her self-image. But most people don't do that. They're asking the wrong questions. They're like, well, how did you do this? Why wouldn't you ask, how do you think about this? What's your thought process? What's your belief system? How do you carry yourself internally? Because that's why that person has the results that they have. So if you're looking to become the number one real estate agent in your state, the question isn't, well, what's the strategies are you using to become the number one real estate agent? No. The question is, who are you that has made you the number one real estate agent? How do you think? How do you feel about yourself? What do you do? Like on an individual level, like that's the major key there. Uh, most people are not looking at it that way. So when I say in order to get what you want, you got to know who you need to become. We need to figure out what's the personality, what's the identity, what's the characteristics of that person who would get what they want. So here's a small, simple exercise you guys could do today. If you already know what you want, the question now is, what would you be doing differently today? If you had what you wanted, what would you be doing differently today? What's just one thing you would do differently today? See, this is why we already have the answers. We already have the answers. We already know what we should be doing. So again, if you know you want to be the best real estate agent, as an example, what would you be doing differently today that you haven't been doing? And then you got to do that every day. That's the action part there. The action part, you just got to start acting like that person. You see, the thing about it is when we were talking about losing weight, people are not actually really acting like that person. They're not acting like that person because they want to live their life that way for the rest of their lives. They're only acting like that person temporarily. They're doing it for the wrong reasons. So let's think about what we're saying here. How do you reinvent yourself so you can get what you want in your life? Step one is you got to know exactly what you want. This is your purpose, your vision, and your goal. Guys, don't overthink this. The purpose could simply mean right now for you, my reasoning is I just want to live my best life. If that's what's going to get you up in the morning, use that. All right, what's the vision? If you want to live your best life, what does that actually look like? Who are you? What are you doing? What are you achieving in your life that represents a person who is living their best life? And then set a goal. What's the first thing you're going to focus on? This is why you got to get clear on what you want. That's what it means. 
And then number two, you need to figure out if I had what I wanted, who would I be then? So who is it that I need to become in order to get what I want? That's what you got to figure out. Now, generally speaking, you already know the answers to these questions. You already know who you should be. You already know how you should start acting. Because I'm sure you've already had some intuitive moments. Your intuition has spoken to you before. You probably had some experiences that have already shown you what you did does not work. So, you know, you know, you should be disciplined. You're not going to be disciplined if you're not doing what you love to do. You get I mean, (laughs) again, you got to know what you want. What you want is based on you. Authenticity. What you love. What drives you. That's how you're going to become disciplined, because the person who is doing what they love to do at a high level is disciplined. They are committed. They are persistent. They already see themselves as successful because the difference between them and everybody else is they get to wake up in the morning and do exactly what they said they wanted to do. And once you're in that position, nobody can tell you anything. Because it's your life. You deserve to do what you want to do. That's why you're here. To experience life. To expand and grow. So, you know, it's who you need to become. If you're going to get what you want in life, you got to become the person first. Who is the person who would get what you want? Okay? Then what you got to do. Not only do you need to take action as that person, but you need to start affirming as that person. This means instead of getting in your head and telling yourself who you're not, you need to start affirming who you are. This is why I always say people should get in the mirror and tell themselves, I love you. Because they don't do that. And if you can't even do that, just say, I'm starting to love you. (laughs) I'm starting to love myself. Start somewhere. But you got to start this inner self-talk with positivity. And it needs to represent who you're looking to become so you can get what you want. That's how it works. So let's go back to the real estate idea. You want to be the number one real estate agent in the state, you got to change your self-image. So how do you do that? You got to think about you got to use your imagination, really. Use your imagination to imagine that you are the number one real estate agent and then ask yourself, what would I be doing differently in my life? How would I be thinking differently? How would I feel about myself then? How would I carry myself? How would I handle people? Then to be even more thorough, study someone who is already the number one real estate agent. Guys, everybody's heard of the NBA player who passed away, Kobe Bryant. Why do you guys think Kobe Bryant became so great? He's not obviously the greatest NBA player ever, but he's definitely up there. He's at least top 10. How did that happen? Someone out of high school. How did that happen? Because he went and studied the best players. And he took 
the personality of the best players and implement it in his own personality. And everybody knows he emulated Michael Jordan. So what happened? I mean, think about it. He could have been like any other player like Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, some of these guys who were obviously amazing, talented, and very skillful. But, I mean, he set the bar at Michael Jordan. That's why he got the most out of himself. He went to the best, and he emulated the best, which is why he became one of the best. You've got to do the same thing for yourself. you got to be looking at people who are living the life you want to live, and you've got to ask yourself, who are they? Psychologically, what's their personality like? How do they carry themselves? What do they do mentally that's causing them to get the results that they're getting in their life? And what is it that I need to do in my own life to emulate that? And then you got you to gotta start acting like that person, of course. And you got to affirm like that person. You got to start talking to yourself like you are that person. What's funny is it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're looking to become a gamer. I don't care if you're looking to get into beauty, makeup. You want to become a model. You want to become a bodybuilder. You want to have your own business. You want to be a coach. You want to be a teacher. It doesn't matter what it is. Someone in the world already is the best at what they do in that. You need to be studying that person like a scientist. And you need to figure out what is it about that person that I want to take and implement for myself. This is exactly what I did when I was in the military. When I was in E5, I wanted to hang out with E7s. Because they know more than I did. They obviously got to where I wanted to, I wanted to go. So I started to study what were they doing differently. And I stopped looking at other people who were on my level because they don't have the answers. So I looked at people who were two levels above me and said, all right, how, how does that person think? How do they carry themselves? How do they walk? And I started to act like those people. It became part of my self-image when I put the uniform on. And sure enough, because I acted like an E7, I started to think like an E7. I did things that E7s would do. I became one. And for people who are watching who were in the military, I became one faster than anybody I knew. So you can obviously become an E7 by slacking off. We all know that's a possibility. But think of the polar opposite of that. I got to E7 by the age of 27. Like, I could have just did nothing for the rest of my 30s and just retired. I mean, people are trying to get to that rank, and it's taking them till they're like 35, 38. My point that I'm making is the reason why that happened is because I went to someone who was already doing that, and I looked at their identity. I looked at how they carried themselves, and I started doing it for myself. So where would these people be? These people could be authors. These people could be what you're seeing on TV, some people you really respect and you know their story. You know, I, I feel I get a lot of my morality from Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington is a guy that I know is always going to 
be he's going to operate from integrity and he's going to be the guy that all the evil people hate. I love being that guy. I love being the guy that is like, not only can you be kind and nice to people, but you can still win. That's who he is. So when I was working on my self-image, I literally wrote out what I liked about him. And I was like, I want to be more like that. This is reinventing yourself, people. Because once you do that, you will get the things that person would get because they're acting that way. Does this make sense? <clears throat> All right. So where should you start? Where should you start if you want to reinvent yourself so you can get what you want? Well, first step is you should be getting the purpose blueprint here. There's an ebook and a course I put together that is simple as ABC123 that will take you through these steps. The same steps I used when I was in the military to become the youngest E7 I knew. The same steps I've used that got me out of the military and started my own restaurant. The same steps I've been using to build this amazing life that I'm living today and to do what I'm doing right here in front of you, which is serving you guys. This is it. This is the step-by-step -step blueprint, ABC123. This does not involve all these extra crazy tools you guys have been seeing on social media. This is very simple, straight to the point. This is exactly what you need. Now, if you want that, all you got to do is go to my profile and you can get it there. And if you're on YouTube, it's in the link below the video. Okay? So that's where you need to start. You need to start because you need the right information. You're not going to be able to duct tape this all together. I've already done the math for you. You just need a plan that you're going to be able to follow and the support to follow through. You just need to make a decision. It's exactly what my mentor told me. All you got to do is make a decision. If you make a decision, things are going to start changing. What is a decision? A decision is when you do exactly what you said you want to do. So, Devori, I want to reinvent myself so I can get what I want. Then make a decision. <clears throat> excuse me. Make a decision to do that. If you were the person who reinvented themselves, what would be one of the decisions that they made? They would have made a decision to invest in themselves. Get the right information. Get the right support. Get a mentor. Get a coach. Someone who's an expert at this stuff. They wouldn't try to piece it all together. They wouldn't try to DIY it. They would go to the experts and do exactly what they tell them to do. That's exactly what that person would do. So you got to make a decision so you can get the right support and follow the correct plan. That's where you start. Start with the purpose blueprint, ebook, and course, and I promise you it's not going to fail you. All right. Let's get into these comments here. And, uh, I, yeah, right. Yeah, keep, yeah, likes. We, we, we need to get these likes up. Be sure to follow the host. <laughs> yeah, make sure you follow me, guys. Uh, let's see here. 
I think I was right here. Oh yeah, here's here's where I was at. I'm about to pass a collection plate. You preaching? I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. If they do care, they're looking to get something from you or break you down. That's right. And here's the thing: you don't need to get. Oh God, this is so funny to me. You'll find people on social media that make everything they're doing about what other people are trying to do to them. Like people go on social media and they say, yeah, you know, people, they're just trying to tear you down today. And what's crazy is it's like, do you think the most successful people think about that stuff? You think they waste energy thinking about haters? They don't. But you have this fad, you have this mindset that like, let me put a lot of energy on calling out haters and, and trying to prove something to them. You don't need to prove anything to them. And you don't need haters as motivation, by the way, because it's temporary. That's not sustainable. What you need to do is focus on yourself and fall in love with your life and rise above the haters and the negativity. Yeah, I did that in my past. It doesn't work. Yep. Uh, let's see here. This is hidden variant. Yeah, you should definitely book a call if, if you want to chat about your situation there. Yep. Got to turn off what's society. You got to reject it. Got to reject it. You see, here's the thing, guys. If you go along with what the masses are doing... You'll just get the results that masses are getting. You also have to understand, which is what I learned from Bob Proctor, is this. At any given time in your life, what's the chances of you hanging around somebody who is going in the right direction? Like if 96% of people are, have conformed to society and are going in the wrong direction, what's the chances of you being around somebody who's going in the right direction. It's very slim. That's why that's why getting friends it's overrated. Well, I don't have I don't have the friends. I don't have man, you don't need all these people in your life like that. You don't need all their opinions. You don't need that. What you need to do first is be your own best friend. Then you'll find someone who can be the right best friend to you. Let me, I don't know why I keep doing it that way. Let me scroll down and fix this. Let's see here. This is your time to ask your questions. If you haven't already, make sure you follow me, of course. Uh, I just scrolled past it here. There we go. Do you have a website? Yeah, just go to my profile. The link is there. I don't have to do anything. This is my life. That's right. Do you think it's too late at 44? No. You know when it's too late? When they're putting you in the ground. That's when it's too late. We're going to ride this thing till the wheels fall off. We're going to push it to the limit. Like that has to be your mindset. 
Does everybody know who Judge Judy is? Does everybody know who Judge Judy is? She's like 80-something now, like probably 87. You guys understand that she didn't slow down. She sped up towards the end of her life. Like, and she made like over 70 million in one year, but only worked like four weeks. It's, it's never too late. Okay. And she has a great quote. It's on social media all the time. If you didn't make it in your twenties and you could do it in your thirties, if you didn't make it in your thirties, you could do it in your forties. If you didn't make it in your forties, you could do it in your fifties. And if you didn't make it in your fifties, you could do it in your sixties. And she goes on and on and on. It's never too late. Again, it's only too late if you're in the ground already. Setting very strict boundaries with toxic personalities is vital as well for human progress. You know what's funny is I don't even have to put myself in a position to set boundaries. I just don't even go around those people. And because I don't go around those people and I think in a certain way, I don't even attract toxic people into my life. I notice that. I don't have toxic people in my life because I'm not a toxic person. A lot of people think toxic is like you're actually actively doing something very dramatic. Sometimes toxic people are very passive aggressive. So if you're not loving yourself, if you're not prioritizing you, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing in your own life, in a sense, you're toxic. That's why you keep attracting toxic people. I don't think people are ready for that situ that, that conversation either. Because again... They want to go down the road. It's toxic people that's holding me back. They want to tear me down. Not really. Not really. That's not the case. What you really should be saying is you're wasting your time thinking about those people. You need to move on with your life. It's kind of hard if you live in your parents' house. I respect that. So what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to keep telling yourself it's hard or are you going to do something about it? Are you going to get a job and then move out? Well, I don't feel good. I'm overweight. I'm, I'm not healthy. What are you doing about it? I keep attracting bad people into my life. What are you doing about it? Like that's that's the only question you should be asking yourself. What am I doing to get out of my parents' house? Here's the other thing, okay? The fact that you have parents that have a home that you can still live in, the conversation's over at that point. Not many people have that opportunity. You gotta you gotta forgive what are you going to gain? You gotta forgive. What are you going to gain by being negative? Exactly. You don't. That's what I'm saying. Wasting your energy trying to prove things to people that obviously don't like you, you don't like them, and they're nobodies is a waste of your energy. It's based on negativity. I have to prove somebody so they know that I'm real. And, and it's, man, no one gives a shit about you. Like, don't you understand? You're spiritually perfect. You're made in God's image. That's, that's all that matters. You're not better than them. They're not better th than you. Here's the other thing. Nobody can be you, and you can't be me. I can't be you. 
You can't be uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk can't be you. You're special in your own way. Stop playing these games with yourself and just be you. Like, that's what it's really all about. You got to rise above the mediocrity, okay? I don't want to lose nothing because you can find it again. Have I missed much? No, I think you're still getting a lot here, Zay. Let's see here. Yep, The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy is a good reference as well. It sure is. I have health reasons that are life-threatening. Okay. So, what should you be focusing on then? That's what's happening in the physical world, but what should you be focusing on in your mind? You have to understand we're spiritual beings. Everything is energy. So the same way you got these health issues that are threatening your life could be the same reason why you no longer have health issues threatening your life. It's all made up of the same thing, energy. You start changing the way you feel about yourself, your life, and your health, it will manifest into its physical equivalent. I don't have time to go in all that, but I'll just say that. <laughs> Devorian and the cat. Appreciate that. <laughs> and it's a constant building process. It's not something you achieve or check off. Very, very true. I was just telling a client today, guys, you want to hear something very powerful that will save you a lot of heartache. Okay. This is, this is the real stuff right here. Listen, the point of life is not for you to go out there and get all these materialistic things. The point here is for you to become that person. And naturally feel that you can have these things. Like, do, do you see the difference? Like the goal is really not to get a million dollars. The goal is to become a millionaire in my mind first. And to feel like one. Because if I feel like one naturally, that means I will always be one. But people are trying to get instead of focusing on who they're going to become and what they're going to give. To make an impact on other people. God is always good. Absolutely. I need to think like Andrew Tate. No, you don't. You don't need to think like what are you what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> oh my god. Listen. Okay, I think I understand what you mean. Probably entrepreneurship. Sure. But the real the but the real message here for you is you need to do what you already know you should be doing. You need to be going after what you want. You already have a vision. Andrew Tate has his vision, you have yours. Don't be trying to do what he's doing. That's his own vision. That's why it never works. You ever notice the amount of times you try to copy someone and it never turned out successful? Why is that? Because what they did is in alignment with the vision that was given to them. That's why it doesn't work for you because you didn't get the same vision. What if I have emotional imbalances? 
Well, I think you got to start working towards Hold on, guys. Hold on. All right. I'm actually going to have to cut this short. I have another meeting I have to get to. I just realized that. <laughs> well, that's what's happening when you're having fun. Uh, let me see if I can get to some more messages here before I hop off. What is the title of the book? It's called The Power of Awareness. Uh, Jarhead, schedule a call with me. Uh, email me like immediately. And we'll we'll have a conversation, okay? Underscore jarhead. Email me like yesterday and I will help you. When I said blueprint, I'm talking about these steps right here. Is it better to ignore or block haters in live? Uh, I don't acknowledge. How about that? Like, I don't give any energy towards people who are haters. Like, I just, it is what it is. Like, it's a waste of my energy if I do that. It's like the guy who's homeless and he's screaming at the top of his lungs and he's yelling at nobody. You usually just pass them by. You pay it no mind. It's the same thing with haters. Don't pay them any attention. Yep, be your own best friend. What's your most favorite Bob Proctor book and quote? Well, this is the best book he's ever written, in my opinion. And he's got a video series about this book free on YouTube, so you can absolutely listen to it. And the quote that he's used is, um, what's my favorite quote? Uh, personal growth is a choice. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a choice. When you realize you get to choose, that's when you start owning your own power. If you want to overcome procrastination, then you need to get clear on what you want. And why? Like procrastination goes out the window when you have something emotionally driving you. Uh, I've been going live around 8 a.m. California time. See, the closest people to you, they don't hate that you're changing. They hate that they must change because you've changed. Yeah, power of awareness. Power of awareness. Uh, how should I develop my blueprint? Did you get the ebook in the course? 
Uh, and if you're still having problems with that when you're inside the course, you're able to book a call with me. So I would just book a call if you do have the ebook in the course. If you want to, if you want to know what the steps are to finding your purpose, go to my profile and watch my pin video. Same thing with your vision. Go to my profile, watch my pin video, get the purpose finder cheat sheet, then get the ebook in the course that lays it all out step by step process. Yeah, an amazing book. All right, last question here. What reading list do you recommend? I'm out of motivation, giving up. For, you don't need books to motivate yourself. You need to get clear on your purpose in life. Book a call, get the ebook in the course, do whatever you can. You need to be talking to experts. The books aren't going to do it. You need to get clear on why you're here, why you're waking up in the morning. You don't know what that is, and you're not doing anything about it, and you absolutely are not doing anything you love, you will always lack motivation in your life. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to call it here. Appreciate you. Love you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, and I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Make sure you guys follow me, okay? Now, how do I end this thing? <laughs> there it is. All right, take care on TikTok.